Pinball Nerds Welcome back, Pinball Nerds, to episode 230 of your fifth favorite pinball podcast. My name's Orbital Albert, and on today's episode, we're going to be talking about my top five least favorite pinball machines of all time. And the of all time is a little bit of a misnomer, I'm not going to lie. I have not played every pinball machine on the planet, so how on earth would I know the worst ones? Now, from what I can figure out, there's between three to 500 machines that pretty much that are the most popular that everybody knows. I know Papa Facility has, what, 400, right, that we're going to be getting to play at Pimburg when I leave in one week from today. Oh, my God. No, it doesn't start one week from today, but I'm going to be spending a couple days down in the States first, and then I'll go back to Canada before I head back out to Pimburg. And speaking of Pimburg, I had to do a great big huge thank you to Mr. Peace Nickman. You may have heard of him. That's right. He is a Pittsburgh pinball staple, as far as I can tell. My good buddy Mike Dimas, I let him know I was staying there. He said, oh, he's awesome. He's uh, he's met him before. He said he's a really good guy, and I'm going to have a fun time with it. So Nick was so nice, though. Or, or I don't know if you go by Nick or, or Peace Nick. I don't know. Can I call you Peace Nick? I'll do that. Um, he let me know that his, his girl and him uh, live about 15-minute walk or one of eight different buses. I love walking. I'll probably just walk. Uh, and I wrote him back. I was like, oh my God, are you serious? Uh, so uh, as I let him know, moving here was way more expensive than we thought. Just everything's been harder than we thought, which yeah, when you move across country, this sometimes that happens. So I'm going to grow a pair and stop complaining about it. Cause I wanted to live in the country my whole life and now I'm in the country. So shut up about it. Friggin Orby. Okay. So anyways, uh, peace Nick man was kind enough to let me know that, uh, it'd be really, you know, it's totally okay if I stay there cause it's a little bit late to try to book somewhere and the, the places left were either very expensive or had some not great reviews. Plus, honestly, I just would rather stay with people. Um, one thing that, uh, you know, I'll be able to do because I'm there is I'll be able to ask them about some of the local spots outside of just, you know, the convention center where I can go hang out and get some local feels. You know what I mean? Maybe some some places where there's some other stuff to do. And honestly, after 12 hours of pinball a day, I might be a little sick of pinball. I might need something a little different. So thank you so much, Peace Nick, man. I really, really, really appreciate that. Um, I just confirmed with him this morning if it'd be all right that, uh, you know, I, I mentioned here on the podcast about a big thank you. I just want to confirm that I was going to be doing that first. So, Mr. Mike Dimas and Joe Stanzik, uh, although I'm not driving there with you, I will definitely make some time to hang out with you guys there. But it looks like I'm not going to be uh, staying in the same hotel either, which I know is almost, almost sold out. So, uh, I believe, now I'm just trying to find it on here, I believe that uh, Peace Nick Man told me that him and his girlfriend uh, met yeah, and, and in, okay, sorry, haven't missed one yet, moved here the day before Pemberg 2015, and met my girlfriend while volunteering to set up Pemberg 2016, and it's going to be our third anniversary. Wow. So he must have played the 2015 one by himself, then met her at 2016, played 2017, played 2018, and now it's their anniversaries on Pemberg. Well, I'm going to have to be on my best behavior when I'm staying there, but, uh, 
Come on, I'm always on my best behavior, but I'll be extra special because it's your third anniversary. So I'll try to make sure, sure I'm not home too late or keeping you guys up. Um, but honestly, I'll probably be so exhausted, I'll like fall on the bed and just... But let's get back to today's episode where we talk about the five worst pinball machines of all time, according to me, because you know what? I... Uh, I haven't played all of them. That's what I was saying. But I think my take's a little bit different. I'm not going to lie. I went through the entire list. I just Googled most hated pinball machines, and ironically, a top five list came up. I had already planned on doing this list. Uh, but this was posted by Captain Neo four years ago on Pinside, and it's entitled, Let's Hear About Your Top Five Most Hated List. So, all these linked games here. That's not fair. How did Attack from Mars get on here? No way. Attack from Mars is definitely, definitely not meant to be on here. Anyways, I got through most of the first and second page, but you know what? I just wanted to make my own list, so I did. Now, I will give you guys a little bit of a hint. One of the five games, okay, well, all, all of them, we're going to do rounds. We're going to do the five rounds, okay? So at the entry to each round, you'll hear a call-out telling you which round it is. And you might hear some other sound effects, okay? And before I get there, I want you guys to guess which particular pinball machine might have similar callouts to this. All right, you guys are ready. So my fifth most hated, okay? Fifth most hated, because we are going to go in order all the way down to my most hated. We're going to start with round five. Here we go. Round five. Okay, there we go. I don't know if that, that probably gave it away. If you were a hardcore player of this game that just gave it away, one of mine, but oh well. Without further ado, let's jump into it. Number five is Doctor Who. I can't stand Doctor Who. You lose. Yes, Doctor Who loses. I cannot stand those loops. I cannot hit those loops. I've, I know I played a lop around with Jeff Teolis at the London, uh, London Ontario Pinball League, and he hit like 91 loops or something and broke the loop champion. I'm lucky to get three, and they're never in a row. Um, the only part, the only thing that saves it for that game for me for not being higher is I do kind of like that whole thing that comes up, but I can't stand those call-outs. I don't like that weird, nerdy voice. As a pinball nerd myself, you think I'd love, love that voice, but to me, it's honestly just like, I don't know, like, what's a bad sound? Um, fingernails on a chalkboard or something. It's just horrible. It's just horrible. Now, before I forget about it, I better give a, a shout-out to all my friends down there in the south, in good old... USA! Uh, at the Southern Fried Chicken. Now, wait, I love fried chicken. Okay, Chris and Pintern, can you mail me some butter fried chicken? Better my fried chicken? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Chris and Pintern is down there. I've heard he's got some good... The Pinter views already. Um, need to take a look and see how he's doing in the tourney. But, of course, he gets an extra five points in our challenge against Emoto Arcade. I have seen lots of updates from Emoto, but I haven't seen any of her doing any of the challenges so far. So, hopefully, she had time at the very least to play a little bit of Willy Wonka with Willy Wonka himself, Chris Pinter, right? Uh, but more than anything, I just hope all of you down there in USA are having a great time. All right? So, let's get back into our list. Now it's time for round number four. Who? What is my fourth most hated machine? Round four. All right, here we go. 
Um, so number four for me is actually WWF WrestleMania. That's right. First of all, I don't like the theme. I was a Hulkamaniac as a kid, but like, who wasn't? Um, I, I was I, I was not a fan of Mr. Perfect. But uh, I was a fan of Hawks, Hacksaw Jim Duggan and a couple of the other guys. But as I grew older, I stopped liking wrestling and I found it more about dramatic. And my good buddy Melvis Megaphone, my best friend, even though he's across the friggin' country now. I miss you already, buddy. He barely listened to these episodes. He probably won't listen to this one, so I don't even have to apologize. But he absolutely loves wrestling. Him and Martin and the other Bert and... They love wrestling. Uh, to me, I just watch the fight and I think, meh, you lose for just watching it. But uh, you know what? To each their own. If you love watching people fight, watch them fight. I mean, I would rather watch UFC, but I've played that hot, stinking piece of garbage game. And I'm sorry if you're a designer or worked, you worked on the team, but that upper play field is annoying as heck and boring and barely has much to go for, and it feels like you're up there way too long. There's nothing going on on the bottom half, really. Both ramps just get you back up to the ring, and you go, oh, I don't want to be in the ring. So not only do I hate the callouts, not only can I not stand the layout, not only do I hate the theme, but the actual play field, the rules, the everything is just a hot, stinking piece of garbage. So, WrestleMania game. You lose. That's right. Okay, so, number three. Now, this one, I'm going to put an asterisk beside. It's Stargate. And I know a lot of you are thinking, hey, Stargate's not that bad. You know what? It's really not that bad. I do like quite a few of the features on it, other than the fact that if you can do a short plunge, you automatically start a multi-ball, which you need, because that's a brutal game, and that that game will beat you up left, right, and center, unless your name is Mr. Mike Dimas of the Canadian Pinball Podcast. Part of the reason why I hate this game is not just because the callout is very, very repetitive and just keeps saying, shoot the pyramid, shoot the pyramid, shoot the pyramid, and then you just, you want to shoot him right in the face, who's ever saying that, that callout. Not only that, but whenever I played Looney games with Dimas and uh, Tony Laviolette, and usually Ray would come over. Um, anyways, and then Jay from next door would come by. That was usually the regular ones. Once in a while, um, Brad Hopkins would come by, or I think even I know Henry goes there sometimes. So, but for the most part, you know, it would just be those dudes. And whenever we'd get there, Mike Dimas would play for so long, and like Tony and I would like have time to uh, have a, a complete outdoor break and come back, and he would still be on ball one. And we're like, I'm sorry, we're just going to come tilt the machine. Sorry, Mike. You lose. We didn't want to, we would almost get in a fight about it because we'd be like, no, we'll, we'll go around in a circle and play every game except for, except for Stargate. And, and not even in the final would we want to go back and play Stargate because, anyways... I'm just having too much fun with the Street Fighter 2 soundboard. I'm sorry. Hopefully I'm not messing you guys up too much there. Uh, I'm kind of just having fun. And let's be honest. Nobody is perfect. So, you know, if you're going to make a podcast and it's free, you might as well have fun. And then that way, basically, you win either way. Am I right? You win. Right. Okay. So now you might have guessed by now from these callouts. Oh, sorry, yeah, going back to Stargate. Part of the reason why I don't like Stargate is because not only did I lose my loony on it every time we played that game, but it seemed like Mike was just so freaking good at it and played with so long. I remember once we were like 15 minutes in 
to him at least 15 minutes in because I glanced at the time to him having on the same ball and he was just about to get to uh, the wizard mode in it. And uh, uh, basically, you know, he, you know, story of pinball, one shot left went down. But that was like literally the only time that like I would have been happy to watch that game is if he was in the wizard mode just because I'm sure that would have been neat. And I'm not suggesting it's not a fun game. It's just for me personally, every time I've played it, I played against a guy who happens to be incredible on that machine and owns it, which helps, and is already better than me at pinball anyways. So therefore, when we played on that machine, I just felt like I was always... You lose! Which is why Stargate is number three on my hated list. All right, time for the next round. Round two! So... This one, well, you've probably guessed it by now. These Did I already say that these callouts were from the Street Fighter 2 uh, soundboard? I probably gave it away. You probably would have got it, though, had I gave you a good Hadouken. Remember that one? When you were playing with Ryu or Ken? Hadouken! Hadouken! And then you'd hear that a third time. Hadouken! And you'd be telling your buddy, like, hey, come on, quit it. Quit it. That's, you're being cheap. Stop doing uh, too many Hadoukens in a row. And then, so he'd go, okay, and he'd give you a quick... And you'd turn around and give him a uppercut, sonic boom. Or yeah, yeah, if you were Guile, you'd give him the sonic boom. Remember that like Karma dude? He was like the Yogi dude. He was awesome. He he had the flame and the fire. Yoga flame, yoga fire. Am I giving you guys nostalgic feels or what? Like, anyways, I know a lot of pinball nerds in around my age probably played Street Fighter Two as a kid. Maybe some of you didn't. Maybe it's before your time or after, but I guarantee even if you were born in like 1950, you still went to the arcades in the 80s when this was out, right? And you heard a little bit of... <laughs> that was a Bianca Roar? No, Blanca. Blanca Roar. Um, I haven't played this for a while, so I forget some of them, of course. <laughs> Anyways, let's go back to my top five list and why I hate Street Fighter 2. First of all, I loved Street Fighter 2, the game. Okay. But I didn't love the pinball machine. First of all, it's got these awkward little holes that the ball falls into. Second of all, it's got the biggest waste of space mini playfield on the planet. Go check out Google Images for the playfield, or more specifically, the mini playfield underneath the uh, the main playfield. Uh and you'll, if you looked at this and you were one of the people that complained about the Munsters mini playfield, you definitely would complain about this because it definitely doesn't feel like real pinball. It has one flipper and then it has a car that you bash, which I know is the exact same that you do at the end of like the bonus round in Street Fighter 2. But oh my gosh, it was so boring, so repetitive. All you do is just sit there and just, you know, like... Like you just got like Star Wars, like that that uh, the Tie Fighter, right? You just sit there and rapidly hit it, basically, to try to make the ball. I guess there is maybe a tiny bit of timing, but wow, just the machine overall. I was so disappointed. I had such good expectations. It just seemed very boring. Uh, that being said, maybe I'll get. I've only had a couple games on it, to be honest. Once at the Moncton Spin It here, and once at a place actually called Arcade in Hamilton when I was there for the uh, Hammer City Pinball League. So, and if if you're in around, um, if you're in around even Southwestern Ontario anyway, anywhere, 
make sure that you get down to, especially one of the one-off tournaments that they have down there in Hammer City at Arcade, the best pizza on the planet upstairs there, or the best pizza I've had in a freaking long time. And just go crazy when you go there. Don't get it boring. Just get, don't be like, uh, just want some pepperoni and cheese, hold the sauce. No, go a little crazy and get yourself the Big Mac pizza. It's insane. Big honking chunks of burger with the same sauce as the, the Big Mac. Lots of lettuce, lots of tomatoes, or I recommend the Lumberjack. That was also incredible. That had like three different types of meat, four different types of meat. Who knows? It actually comes with a legitimate axe for you to cut your slices. And uh, no, I'm just kidding. That would be very dangerous. But let's move on to round one. So for round one, the most hated, many of you guys know this, it's Aerosmith. Maybe my stepdad Ian, I love you Ian, we don't see each other that often, but my stepdad Ian made me listen to way too much Aerosmith growing up. I swear to gosh, like four or five days a week, I'd be coming home from school and you just have a different Aerosmith album crank. Now, that's probably a little bit of an exaggeration, but I hated them so much that sometimes I'd be coming home from school and I would drop my gym bag on the front steps and go to the park and try to guess how many songs were left on that album, not even come in and, and get a snack. Like my mom worked in an ice cream factory, speaking of chocolate factories in Wonka and bad sound. Oh my gosh, Aerosmith has possibly worse sound because it's them singing and I hate Steven Tyler's voice. Um, I don't necessarily hate the call-outs, even though I couldn't hear them very loud usually when I was playing Call the Office because there was punk rock music being played loud and five other machines going. But Love in an Elevator? Awkward slash weird slash... Aren't you going to get charged publicly for that? Like, isn't there like most public elevators have like... I don't know. Anyways, pretty much every song, Love Gun, is like a sexual innuendo of some type that's just not cool. And it's, uh, let's be honest, pretty... There's a, They don't necessarily portray women in the... Best light in that particular band. Over and above that, I did think some of the artwork was cool on the machine. But because the sound is the worst, I don't love the shots. The ball never stays in the elevator. You can stick the landing on that thing four out of five times and the ball won't stay in there. And you're like, come on! I put it in so gently. Just let me have it. Now, I have only played the Pro primarily. I have like one time played the LE, I believe, at our friend's Kyle's house before I got rid of it or the premium, but I absolutely hate the pro. The LA was a little better. And I just think for how new of a game it is and how much I hate it, like I'm not going to hate on EMs and solid states because they were cranking out like one pinball machine a week back then. You know what I mean? And and they only had limited resources. But with everything they knew by the time Aerosmith came out, you couldn't have either some, some more fun modes or just figure out a way to get that to stick or you couldn't, I don't know, not use Aerosmith music in it? See, that's the problem. I can't fault Stern for using Aerosmith music. I personally just... And the thing is, I don't love Iron Maiden music. I never, I don't just, like, go put on Iron Maiden music. I do like ACDC. I'm sure I had some of their tunes on my, like, MP3 player back in the 90s or something. But, like, again, I've never bought an ACDC record. Um, I don't hate Metallica. I kind of rock out to some of their songs. But, again... You know, Matt was the one buying all the metal albums. I was much more of an indie guy, right? Like, I was listening to, like, I don't know, Nirvana or, um, uh, like, Weezer or just whatever, like, indie rock back then, but definitely not, you know, 80s classic hairdo rock. And so, therefore, Aerosmith is just my least favorite, like, musically of all the music pins. 
but then visually just like how their look with the makeup and the long hair and the hair ties and the over-sexualizing women and every song being about a girl or a woman or crying or crazy or sexy or lying or crazy crying crazy crying or I would do anything for you baby that kind of whole mentality I don't know I don't know anyways not an Aerosmith fan not a fan of that I don't think the shots are horrible like that center shot's fine it's just the same center shot that there's on a lot of machines um you know notably like uh kiss see I love kiss now I don't even love the band I probably listen to Metallica before I would listen to kiss but I absolutely love the kiss machine and I love the Metallica machine and I don't hate the music I, I find it you know all right not not incredible not horrible but I just can't stand Aerosmith music I can't do Steven Tyler I can't do that machine it never gives me any love back some nights I would be doing great at Monday Night Pinball and then I would get Aerosmith and be like first place second place first place last you know or I'd get to finals and be like first place second place first place second place third place second place and then go to finals and I get last of like seven people on it and just stinking turd it didn't like me i didn't like it i am not a fan of the animations i'm not a fan of the sound i'm not a fan of how you can barely see the score you have to come up and squint from like six inches away to tell your score from the other people's score uh i don't even really think the rule set's that bad i just hate the game so bad and it hates me that it had to be number one for round one you lose oh my gosh it's so fun uh, all right, guys, I'm going to let you go. I hope you're having a great day. Get out there and watch some Twitch. I don't know if there is any, if any of the tournament is being live streamed from Southern Fried. I would assume I would have heard about that, but I'm going to go check on Twitch myself. And if I see it, I'll try to remember to share it on the Pinball Nerds podcast Facebook group. Until next time, nerds, remember to eat, sleep, and breathe. Well not well not Aerosmith pinball. How about we do eat, sleep, breathe, southern fried pinball chicken? So political political Ooh, listen to the flute.